Ladies and gentlemen, I am back with another episode of Matt Chat. I am, of course, your host, Ace Diamond. And tonight I'm going to, or today, I'm going to be talking about a few different topics. And honestly, I'm going to be all over the map here. So, I'm going to go back and talk about the. the New Japan show in Los Angeles I'm going to talk about the first two episodes of AEW Rampage I'm going to be talking about certain aspects of both of those shows I'm going to be talking about the Impact World title. So like I said, I'm going to be all over the place. But just bear with me. So first I want to touch on the debut episode of AEW Rampage. To me... They could not have done better with a one-hour slot than they did. You had three great matches. You had the Impact World title change hands. With Christian Cage defeating Kenny Omega. I mean. Honestly that. That first episode had everything. And then jump ahead to the second episode. Of Rampage. Which of course was in. Chicago. And you had the worst kept secret in professional wrestling, the long-awaited return to professional wrestling of CM Punk. And yeah, I along with everybody else I knew it was coming like like I said it was not a well kept secret that CM Punk was coming back to professional wrestling I mean the elite had been dropping hints all over the place and honestly He's getting to the point in his life where if he was going to come back, it had to be now. So, I mean, from the moment the camera started rolling, even before the camera started rolling, you had CM Punk chants throughout the United Center. 
And then when that music started, actually when the static for that music started, and then those first few bars of Cult of Personality started playing, the electric, the the atmosphere in that building had to be absolutely electric because I had goosebumps sitting in my living room or well sitting in my bedroom honestly watching that scene unfold and then when he finally emerged from the tunnel it was just it was a surreal moment it was an absolutely surreal moment honestly I didn't know for sure if it was going to happen like I said, the Elite had been teasing it. The All the dirt sheets, which I sometimes follow, sometimes believe, sometimes don't, had all said it's going to happen, but until I saw it, I didn't know for sure if it was actually going to happen. But CM Punk returned. CM Punk cut a promo talking about how he, when he left WWE without saying WWE, because he never actually said it, that he was not healthy. Physically, mentally, spiritually, he was not healthy. And he said that he was not going to get healthy staying in the place that made him sick in the first place. Minor dig and understandable. Honestly, I'm not I'm not a real big fan of people bashing their former employees or former employers but in some cases it's understandable and then he talked about all the people in AEW he wanted to work with and he specifically named one person it happens to be one of my favorite people in AEW, Darby Allen. So we will see Darby Allen versus CM Punk at All Out on September 5th. And I absolutely plan on watching that pay-per-view because I think that match... If 
if people doubt Darby Allen's star power now, I think that match will put those doubts to rest. Darby Allen's a bona fide star. Hell, in my opinion, Darby Allen's the next CM Punk. I think Darby Allen is that damn good. And then, just this past Wednesday night, yeah, I'm recording this on August 26th, on the August 25th edition of AEW Dynamite, CM Punk again, cut a promo, and teased, not very subtly, teased the possible arrival of Brian Danielson to AEW. Personally, I think that would be a huge get for AEW because I think Punk and Brian Danielson are probably two of the best wrestlers in the world still. But I, I want to touch on, you know, like I said, I was going to touch on the New Japan show from uh, Los Angeles. Now, in, to me, you had two matches. That really stood out. You had Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Lance, Ar Lance Archer for the IWGP United States Championship, in which Hiroshi Tanahashi became the first man to hold all IWGP championships. by defeating Lance Archer. And then you had the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows taking on Dean Ambrose and a mystery or not Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. Why am I so why am I saying Dean Ambrose? He hasn't been Dean Ambrose in like two and a half years. Anyway, John Moxley and a mystery partner who turned out to be none other than Yuji Nagata. Now, I'm somebody who has sporadically followed. New Japan for years. Mainly when New Japan guys would come over to WWE or WCW when I was younger. 
And so Yuji Nagata is somebody that I am very familiar with. And having Yuji Nagata and John Moxley team up was just for me was just awesome because I'm a huge John Moxley fan. We're from the same area. He's from about 20 miles south of where I live. And I've met Moxley a couple of times. One of those times wasn't so great. The other times, eh. But from all accounts, Moxley's actually a real nice guy if you get to know him. He's just a little bit out there, which I can... I can certainly relate to that. But, I digress. That match was one of the hardest hitting tag team matches I've ever seen. And then, after the match, you had the Gorillas of Destiny confront the Good Brothers. And basically deny them re-entry into Bullet Club. Which. I don't think anybody was surprised by that. I certainly wasn't. I think. A Good Brothers G.O.D. Feud would be great television whether it, I mean it could happen in New Japan it could happen in Impact Wrestling it could happen in AEW it could happen in all three and I think that would just set all kinds of TV records because to, in my mind those are two the two best tag teams in the world. No disrespect to the Young Bucks or FTR. In my opinion, G.O.D. and the Good Brothers are the two best tag teams in the world because I like their styles. The other thing I want to talk about Actually, there's two other things I want to talk about. One is Will Ospreay, who made his long-awaited return to New Japan. Called himself the real IWGP World Champion and called Shingo Takagi the interim champion we'll have to see what what transpires between those two whether Osprey who I'm going to be honest I've never really been a big fan of is actually cleared to wrestle 
And if he takes on Shigo Takagi for the title, and just what transpires out of that situation. The last thing I want to talk about is the aforementioned Impact World Championship. Now, Christian Cage beat Kenny Omega on the first episode of Rampage. And then he had to turn around, I want to say it was the next day, and uh, defend against Brian Myers, who was the number one contender to the Impact World Champion. He ended up defeating Brian Myers And right now, the number one contender to the Impact World Championship is Ace Austin. Somebody else that I'm a huge fan of. The first time I ever saw him was at a local independent show. Because he was being trained by somebody who... had a local school here who was a former Impact superstar whose name I'm not going to mention because I'm not going to give him the publicity but Ace Austin to me is the future he's the real deal and I think a Christian Cage versus Ace Austin match for the Impact World title is going to be an absolute barn burner of a match. I actually wouldn't be surprised if Ace Austin beats Christian Cage for the Impact World title. But... Those are just some things I wanted to touch on. I I haven't been recording nearly as much as I'd like to be. And I plan on changing that very soon. I actually plan on changing that starting now. I was going to do two episodes, but I think I'm just going to keep it to the one for today. And I may do another one this weekend. to talk about some other things going on in professional wrestling. But for now, I am Ace Diamond, and I am out.